Welcome back to yet another unfortunate episode of the SRB podcast. I'm one of your hosts, as always, Kalen. And uh, you can call me Carved, you can call me whatever the hell you want to. And my host, as always, Alex Hicks. Hicks, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> it's a sticky situation where I'm living at right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me rephrase this, all right? Alex, how are you surviving tonight? And tell the people why you have to survive. So uh, currently, I live in Canada. Um, I, li- I live in Canada, right? We have lots of places. I would agree with that. Have, you know, a sufficient supply of water or whatnot. And yep. it doesn't really matter. But uh, right now, uh, for about a week, we do not have water. Zero water to be had. Um, we can't even shower, can't even wash our hands. During this hard time of COVID, we can't even wash our hands. Yeah. So during the pandemic, you cannot wash your hands now. Yeah. And we can't shower. Honestly, like, I, I don't even know what's going on right now. This you is- are... Okay, so to, to to you know, just so people don't think that you're you know holed up underground, <laughs> what what is going on right now where you're at? So the place where I live, someone broke into the water treatment plant, and they believe that the water was tampered with, and uh, so they have to flush the systems and make sure everything's all clear. We won't have it until the end of the week. That is just unbelievable. Um, my question, as soon as you text me that and you said, I think you're like, man, we got a situation here. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like, you know, what happened? I assumed you meant like, oh, you personally had a situation, which you did, but a little bigger than that. <laughs> it was- and then my instant question was like, who breaks in? If that, that's the place you break into? That, that's So I don't know how to phrase this, but I live not in a megatropolis where tampering um, with water will affect millions of people it affects like a hundreds hundreds Bare, and and barely Bare, barely, hundreds. barely hundreds so whoever did this that's their goal yeah you got i don't know man. Do you, like, like do do we think it was like a disgruntled employee do we think it was like someone who got laid off like it's, like there's no like you know rivalry fire treatment plant that they had to just you know <laughs> fuck the water like who would do this? It's one of the weirdest. A lot of weird things happen in certain towns. And yep. this is just being added to the list. Like, this is just something we're going to look back on. Like, what do we have to do to hire the standards of security in a, in a town like this? Like, are we going to... I don't even know. Like, is it just a padlock door that we locked for the water treatment plant? Like, I don't know. <laughs> they just come in with a pair of bolt cutters <laughs> yeah. and that's it. Like, like, we need to start going with those, like you need the digital locks and like the, the sensors and everything. You Like we got to keep that treatment plant where you're at. We need to secure it. Apparently we do because a, uh, a lot of people think not a lot of people, uh, a person, a person. Yep. Thinks, and we don't know if that was the only person. What if yeah, this is a group effort? Honestly, who freaking knows? There's an investigation underway. The RCMP are running their full course of investigation. Incredible. Yeah. In Cornac where we have, I think four stationed police officers. So yeah. So you, uh, yeah. So I mean, that's the most Cornac thing that's ever happened. Yeah, and you know what? We're gonna keep that. You know, yeah, we're, cats we're, up the bag. I mean, it's gonna be. This is one of the biggest news this town has had in forever. You know, like this is someone this. tried to poison your your, <laughs> your town. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Imagine if it wasn't caught. You guys all might be minorly ill right now. <laughs> we yeah, minorly, very minor. Yeah. If someone <laughs> went imagine? to work. 
Yeah, Someone went to work like one cold. day and was like, oh, I forgot to lock the door last night. <laughs> and that's all it took. It's <laughs> all it took. We are, we're recording at an unusual time. So we actually, not that we have, not that the same stories break every week, but I don't know. We have a little bit, a few more days of, of stuff we could talk about, but maybe the biggest story happened yesterday. Uh, we're just going to get into it. Four years, $160 million to the Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott, finally, after legitimately three years of negotiation, the Cowboys and Dak got a deal done. Hicks, first thoughts? Well, you know, he was a big, big part. Not a big part. I shouldn't say a big part, but like he was like a, a big thing on news the last three years of like, he wants to be paid, right? Yeah. And is he worthy to be paid? Um, obviously, this past season, he was injured for a large amount of Dis- the season. Disgusting, too. And I, I hope he has a speedy recovery and hope oh, he comes yeah. back healthy next year. And I hope he proves to the Dallas Cowboys that he is worth what he just got paid. Because oh, the yeah. man just got paid. He is set for... Well, I mean, he was probably set for life before this, but now he's set for three eternities. So. Yeah, his his now it's like, okay, his, his great-grandchildren are going to be set, too. Yeah. Even after... like. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for like, you know, what's the saying? Like, you're worth what someone's willing to pay you. Yep. Right. So, like, they could have paid him twice this and be like, hey, if he was able to negotiate that, good for him. But yeah, I hope it's, I don't know, I hope it works out for him. And like, I, hey, he uh, he won this negotiation. He held out and he bet on himself. And it's so awesome when you see like he because he got franchise tagged last year. So it's like okay he didn't want to get tagged again this year. And then the debate was four. he wanted four years. The Cowboys wanted five years. And that was the thing. Cause he maybe wanted to collect another check. If the cap keeps going up the next couple of years, but it's so awesome when you see like a pro athlete or something like that, or anybody in life, they, he bet on himself for three straight seasons. He's like, no, I know I'm worth more. I know I'm worth more. I know I'm worth more. And look at now he's, now he's the second highest paid quarterback yearly or, you know, and yeah, I just, I just seen that. I just seen a, a chart on the high, like most like most paid quarterbacks in yep. 2021 for next season, and he is second. So yeah. that brings up another question: If you're the second highest paid quarterback, you better you better show up to play. Play, yeah, because well, it's great. Like we live like for sports now. It's like the highest paid athlete and stuff is no longer like the best player. Like no. that's not yep. how it works anymore. But hey, you you got to be a top ten guy then, and you got to be like undebatably at least a top ten guy if you're getting paid that money. And also, like you're the quarterback, you're the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, the biggest brand in pro sports, the most important position. You're the guy now. Like you, you got to show up to play. And honestly, yeah. if he gets injured again, uh, it's gonna just be a really well, bad look. But hey. People get injured. That fucking happens. I get that. Yeah. But he's gotta. He's gotta. Not. I'm not gonna say he has to like prove himself even more. I'm just saying like he's gotta get them. To, get them to that next level. He has to get oh, yeah. them to. Like they need to go to a conference championship or or make it to a Super Bowl in the next in the, within this contract. I think for it to be worth it on the Cowboys side. Exactly. But like, I mean, he's gonna sell jerseys. He's gonna. It's not like the ratings are just gonna go up. Like it, everything. It's the Cowboys. They're not going to, they're going to make headlines no matter what. But yeah, it's, it's interesting. Cause like the first, I, I want to say he's been in the league five years now, but anyways, for the first, however many years of his career, didn't miss a game, didn't miss a start, was durable, took hits, got up, was fine. He's a big, thick guy. And then this last year suffered one of the most gruesome injuries I've ever seen. And it was just like, oh, of course, that's the first injury of his career is just horrible. 
So, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what happened to him. I just know that he was injured. So if you could elaborate on that injury. He, imagine looking down at your feet. Okay. Yep. And you look down, you see your one foot like this, right? Facing forward. Mm -hmm. And his other foot was like this. Oh, so. And then, and then out. (laughs) Okay. So visual representation for uh, the listeners. So you're laying a visual representation is imagine your ankle getting run over by a car and breaking to the outside. So, yeah. So you're laying in bed and you look at your feet and you can count the toes on one foot, but then the other foot is behind your foot. Yeah. So like you can't count the toes because it's just bent out of confusion that you can't. It was like, and then the worst part is like, he looked down at it and knew like, Oh wait. And then he like grabs under his knee and like tries to pull his leg up and like tries to like almost plant it. And you can see his, like, it's just, it's just hanging. And it was, it was, it was sickening to watch. And you just felt so like this pit in your stomach. Cause at that time he hadn't gotten paid. And you're like, did he just, he bet on himself again. And if this, if he, did he lose out on that money? And you felt just sick watching it. And then maybe the most iconic thing of all time. And one of the best calls ever, like even watching the broadcast. Okay. You can see this man's ankle is no longer a part of his body okay and tony romo on the broadcast goes oh man you gotta hope it's just a cramp and (laughs) and it's amazing it was just like uh, it lifted the mood only a little bit and like two weeks after because you're like that's ridiculous you can see this guy's ankle and he's just like, ah, you got to hope it's just a cramp. Yeah, you hope so. It's not. Yeah, he's going to go get that massaged out, and uh, you'll be back on the field in no time, boys. Don't worry about it. <laughs> get some trainer's tape to surgically reattach his foot. <laughs> it was horrible. But yeah, hey, he got his bag, and good for him. And Congratulations. Hope it works out. Hope he comes back better than ever because he's a fun player to watch. All right. Well, good for him. I think right now, uh, again, we've we've said this last podcast, it's a lull time right now. Lull. Like, uh only hockey's in mid-season yeah you're gonna football's over you're gonna find fantastic things though in a hockey season like this too because it is electric it is compacted to where a team usually only gets one night off or sometimes like they're playing back to back one night off back to back right so it's crazy and we've gotten some pretty nice goals and an electrifying save by none other than yep uh, Jonas, Corpus, Corpus Salo. Jonas Corpusalo. Yeah, it was man. We got some great highlights this last week. We've been getting great highlights all year. I feel like um, everyone's really come out to play. But and I mean, you tweeted it. Also, hey, you've been on the Twitter game again. He is back. Ladies and at Hixie Avalanche. Go follow him. Um, back on Twitter. You're you tweeted something. The fights have been you know almost out of control. This not out of control, but like been a lot more and they've been some intense ones we've been getting highlights and highlights lately but yeah the goal by barzal if you haven't seen it matthew barzal uh new york islanders go look up his goal it was it was sensational we can't tell you what it looked like because it was he between the legs it was between the legs okay that's all i'm gonna leave you with that yeah it was between the legs top corner obviously it was disgust and it looked like it was, it, he didn't do it out of sh- it, what was cool with the goal was like he did that move. Everyone tries that move in your driveway. You try it on the ice. Like everyone tries that. He in didn't practice. do it in practice. He didn't do it to like show off. He did it because he, he physically needed it. Like yeah. it was, it was cool. He needed a score and that's all he had. And that's what he did. Eddie accomplished that goal. That's all I'm going to say about that because this skill 
to be able to do that full speed going against an NHL goalie and to make him look silly like that. Like I know like a lot of players make goalies look silly in the NHL or whatnot, but to pull off like to pull off a move like that. Yeah. You're making another professional at what you do look unprofessional. Yeah. But anyways, another, another point is that, you know, Scarpa save paddle save, uh, just reach, reach goalies are fully capable of making players look silly too. Oh yeah, hundred percent they are. And this is another one. I uh, I believe they were playing Florida. Florida, yeah. Florida cross crease pass. Yep. And sticks out the paddle, saves the puck, no problem. You know, it's something about those paddle saves cross the crease that are just electric. You have to, you have to have the athleticism to stop, plant, locate where the puck is, launch yourself, and then make contact with the puck. And here's another thing that most a lot of people don't think about. Think about how fast that puck is actually coming, and you have one oh. hand on your stick. Yep. You have to make sure you keep grasp of that stick so it doesn't fly out of your hand and the puck goes in the net. So you really got to hold on to that bitch and just hopefully like it hits your stick and bounces out because yeah, it, it's those are incredible. And I know like sometimes I feel like we're spoiled. Like I know for me, you know, watching like sports highlights and stuff, especially NFL, NBA and almost any sport highlight. I feel like we're spoiled because you almost, it almost loses that spectacular, like wow factor because you see these guys are so good that there's so many people making highlight reel moves or plays. But every now and then you just like, you sit and realize and you go, like, that's not normal. What he just did, like, that's not a normal thing that happens. No, that's not an everyday thing. <clears throat> no. And I feel, and, yeah. And I feel like the, that's the way the game is going now. You're going to see those highlight plays every single night because the game is going to be a lot faster and people have to make a lot faster moves and think faster and make those kind of plays. It, it's it's just how yeah. the game is going. And I love that. Oh, for sure. And I mean, all like the games are all designed, you know, to... You hate to say it, like, they're designed to help the offense now, and all the rule changes are designed to speed up the play and more scoring. Because that, hey, that's what people talk about. Like you know, you know, people wouldn't be like, "Oh man, did you see him? You know, did you see that poke check last night?" Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, it sucks, but like that's not what, that's not what draws in people. If 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 someone didn't watch hockey before, or someone you know knew what hockey was, but they don't watch hockey, and they see that Barzal goal just come across their feed or Instagram or whatever. They're like, that looked cool. That looked yeah. interesting. And you know, in basketball, you see these poster dunks in football. You see these catches and you're like, Oh yeah, that was really cool. And then in your head, you're like, wait a second, the athleticism and everything needed for that is not normal. And I feel sometimes like it's almost like watching a violent movie or, you know, something like that where you're just like, it doesn't phase you anymore. No, because you see it so much, but it's like, these guys are incredible at what they do. You like, you don't understand like the, the amount of training and the amount of preparation has to go in and the, in the mental game to be able to pull off those moves, to be able to have the confidence to be like, I'm going to go through the legs and I, I hope I score. But if I don't, who cares? Yeah. But like he scored well, and he looks amazing. Right. Oh, exactly. And like <clears throat> his goal was like the way it happened. He, he was coming down, I guess, right side. And he was uh, kind of crashing in the net towards the left. Right. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. So he was almost running out a room where the, the open side of the net, he needed to put the stick backwards through his legs. But I think it was Thomas hurdle his first game ever when he did that just on four the goals. Rangers goalie. Yeah. Yeah. Four goals. And then nothing else. Um, uh, yeah. Where'd you go? 
where'd you go thomas uh but like that one like he didn't need to do that it was just like showing off or whatever but this one like what's cool is like you practice that a million times and then i'm assuming he's practiced that so much and then for him to just like connect that in his head at that full speed to be like oh i should do this it's incredible it's amazing uh we'll never be remotely even close to being that good at anything in our lives so nope. congratulations to barzell and jonas corpusello for making yeah. early candidates for save of the year and goal of the year so carve what's up man it's it's some random bullshit right and um, obviously i think obviously. we're gonna go to you had something you wanted to tell me and so man be- before okay before before the podcast <clears throat> we were talking right and you said that you had a story to tell yeah we were, we were kind of you know doing our show sheet we kind of sit down every week and <clears throat> decide what we you know want to talk about or what jumps out at us and i i was uh, like not thinking of the show i just said hicks i got a story for you and you should go save it for the pod and i was like all right man so i'm as clueless as the listeners right now as i everyone else. so i'm yeah. i'm as, as excited as the <clears throat> listeners right now so please go ahead you got right. the floor is yours floor is mine and you know what not pun intended when i thought of this but now pun intended buckle up okay so i was driving back me and my roommate were driving back from Regina. We were coming home to Saskatoon. And for anyone that's been to Saskatoon, Attridge is kind of a, a main road there. Almost like a, I mean, hey, shout out to the guy in France. You don't know what the hell we're talking about, but it's it's a main, it's a main road. It's kind of like, you know, it takes you from one end of the city. It runs all the way through. You can get to the other end of the city, basically. So we're going down it and, it, you know, you can get to anywhere from there. And then... We're not thinking anything of it. All right. We, you know, we're driving to the Saskatoon two and a half hours, end of the drive, just ready to get home, unpack, whatever, yada, yada. All of a sudden, my roommate goes, Did you see that? And I look up and there's this white, like, Challenger Charger. Okay. I don't know what it was. I'm not great with cars. White, like, Mustang looking thing. And it, it's like, it's it's doing the thing from action movies where you're just cutting in and out of lanes. And it's like, Is this dude escaping from something? <laughs> So it's like about like four cars ahead of us, but everyone's pretty close in. So it's really close. All of a sudden, this car ramps the curb. Okay. It ramps the curb, not the median of the high or not the median of the road. So it goes into oncoming traffic, but the curb, like up the kind of the the grass, you know, the edge of the road, it ramps the curb and absolutely dummies a streetlight. This thing goes through. This thing's got some, it's got some horses under the hood. So it plows through the streetlight. Okay. Now this streetlight gets like upended and drops and we're like, Oh my God. Okay. Surely he's going to stop. Then he takes out the second one <laughs> nails a second streetlight. Okay. And at this point we're thinking, what the fuck is going on? Like, are, is there an action movie scene being filmed that we're unaware of? You know, is there a candid camera somewhere takes out a second streetlight and at this point, the streetlight, like his car's like this. I'm showing Hicks with my hands, but his car's, you know, whatever on the ground. But the streetlight gets like caught on his trunk almost. So it's like literally dragging behind him like a trailer. And so I'm thinking, okay, well, we're, we look, we're like, all right, he's going to stop. And then she's like, ah, oh, fuck. Don't know what happened. Oh, fuck. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Is that another one? Like, oh, shit. So he's already driving like a maniac asshole before that. <laughs> now he's taking out two streetlights. All right. This guy, so we're like, guys, ah, you know, puts his hazards on. Okay, doesn't stop. <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, there's no way he can be like, oh, I didn't know I hit something. <laughs> no, you hit two things, two very large things, made quite the noise. So then this streetlight's caught behind him. It smashed like his headlights, his windshield, 
and it's hooked on the back of his trunk. He pulls off this curb, okay, to get back onto traffic. <laughs> and like I said at the beginning of the story, Attridge is a main road. So he goes back into traffic. Horns start laying on him. This streetlight fishtails along the back, almost hits a truck that's beside him. And then this streetlight just drops on the street like this big clank. And we're all like, what the hell? So he slows down. You could see him look out his window, kind of look back and pins it. Like he's fleeing the scene of this accident. So then with uh, bro, without hesitation, legitimately like the six cars that were kind of with us at like in this thing, all, we all followed him. Okay. <laughs> like We all turned right down the street and there's like close to a seven car train that's just following this white Mustang. It's been totaled and he's just, he's ripping around corners and stuff. We're all following him. So we get on the phone with the cops or everyone, you know, we just got him on speakerphone just to be like, Hey, this guy fleed an accident and he's, he's almost hitting people with a street light. Maybe want to get him anyways. So we call, you know, I give him my info description of vehicle and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I think we already have like four calls active right now for this, but appreciate it. Yeah. Like we're sending officers to the scene right now to, try and get him we all follow him into this crescent and then he like gets out looks at his car and just oh you know oh fuck it's like yeah no i'm not oh fuck man your car's ruined and then he like i think he goes in a parkade that he must have lived there close to where he was but he goes in this parkade so then we couldn't but the cops said they had his name and and plate and yada 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 but it was insane man to just see somebody and and also this all happened in like 38 seconds you know what i mean like this is all it was like, just so fast yeah it was just like takes out two street lights one's carry behind him pulls back into the lane of traffic swings almost nails this truck that's beside him everyone's honking then we all follow him turn right down this side street loop him around to this crescent and he goes like tucks away it was it was incredible man it was it was wild and Hey man, maybe you know, get off the road or something. I don't know. Like he's probably th- he's probably thinking, ah, damn man, can't believe this happened again. Like what? Yeah. Do I- <laughs> man, again this week? What are the like, odds? Like God, I just got my car back from the shop, man. Like fuck. I hope it was his first day out of prison for like destruction to city property behind a vehicle because it was it wasn't that this guy. It couldn't drive. Well, no, it wasn't that he couldn't drive. It was that he just was reckless, man. It was wild. So, like, everyone, no one was injured. It was all good. But what is a person thinking when they just basically ramped into two street, yeah, street posts, and then they just keep driving? They're like, oh, yeah. damn. And also to be like, but I'm one's, super late, so I gotta go. Yeah, so. <laughs> well, like one's hooked on the back of his car, like a like a trailer. Hey, if the cops, they're not gonna pass you on the street with you with attached street light behind you and just go ah eh, yeah whatever <laughs> like, they're I'm, not just gonna give you the old like you know wave on the wheel like, they're gonna stop you yeah oh uh he must uh you know he must be towing that for the city you know <laughs> taking it back to its place yeah as he can't see out of his spider cracked <laughs> windshield <laughs> man and then and then to instantly for him to be like i'm not staying here to like I'm not claiming this accident or whatever. I'm fleeing it. And then everyone unanimously was like, yep, yeah, we'll get them. And then just all these cars filed them. And you guys were doing an informal civilian police yeah. chase. Like, well, in a second, I was like, man, are we able to get out and just like surround this? Like, like there's six cars here. <laughs> Do a them in. civilian arrest. <laughs> get on the ground. <laughs> get on the ground. Does someone then, have anything to tie him up with? Hard <laughs> tie the bastard. We timed that street pole. <laughs> <laughs> just 
leave him in the middle of the road. All right, this is what he hit. It was insane, man. And it was it was crazy. I've never seen anything like that in person, I don't think. I've seen a few like minor things here and there, but nothing that was like, oh, this guy's going for it. Which, hey, in a weird way, I kind of respect it that he was just like, you know what? I'm just going to try and just flee. I'm this flee. far. I'm this far. I, hey, it's not like I just dinged one street pole. I fully removed two <laughs> from the ground. I might as well flee. Hey, boys, boys, don't worry. I found my phone. It was right by my foot. Don't worry about it, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, like, if he went into this parkade where, like, you you know, like, the garage, like, to, like, a, a parkade to, like, a um like a apartment complex or whatever. So, like, you need a code or yeah. whatever to get in. So, like, none of us could go in there. But clearly, he wasn't late for anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was just going home. Boys, did you see that tweet Hixie Avalanche just sent out, man? Boys, yeah, like, that's what it was. That's what it was. It caused mass confusion <laughs> in Saskatoon the day we came back. It was it was nuts, man. And I should have put two and two together. They said, man, Hicks is back on Twitter. And they had to uh, react. It was crazy. That's I just wanted to share that to you. It was it was like, I, what the I, hell? I enjoyed that to the fullest. Like, if anyone has the balls just to fully take out two light two posts. Two street light. I can, I'll, like, I'll, I'll go out and get pictures of the where they used to be because they're no longer there. <laughs> it was it was wild. And then, like, you can still see his tracks in the snow and stuff. And then when he came down, what I kind of loved, little detail in the story there, is that he had the wherewithal to put his hazards on for <laughs> one second. And they were on the whole time we were following him. But it's like he has his hazards on. So it's like, okay, part of him acknowledges that he's in an accident right now. Like, I don't know. But yep. then he's still like, I'm going to flee. But also, hey, feel free to pass me. I got my hazards yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa, boys. I just was in an accident. You know, just <laughs> just go ahead. Just go ahead. Okay. I'll go just... ahead. But also, I'm going to go ahead of you because I need to get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> it was wild, man. But he didn't notice you guys were like following him. Like he didn't try to like lose the trail. He was just like he just nope. went to his house. Like <laughs> went to his house. Then afterwards, we drove past it again or drove back out, and there was like three different cop SUVs like circling the area and stuff. So I don't know if they couldn't find him or whatever, or maybe he didn't go in a parkade, and we all thought that because we lost sight of him. Oh, okay. But like the, he was in a like a a crescent, like a cul-de-sac, so he had to come out one end yeah. or the other, and there's no back alley. So I was like, okay, I think he went into the parkade, but. And it was it was it was crazy, but um. Well, that guy's modern day daredevil, and I that guy needs to come on the pod. Okay, so that yeah. is going to be our first guest. Uh, man, man, the uh, the the reason I have such good recall of this accident was uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 Scarver. <laughs> so, was it was test drive. so here here's the uh, twist to the story. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should have seen. It. I took out these two street poles at light speed. Cops haven't found a thing. Man, Yoda's Corpusalo made that made massive save. I was watching the entire thing. I don't know what yeah. happened. Was I was watching. I was sitting there, I was like, "Oh my god!" And then also, <laughs> I hit the first one, and then Barzal's goal came on, and I hit the second one. I was like, "Well, I gotta go." Yeah. Well, like, I gotta go watch these games now, so I gotta get home. Yeah. Still not the craziest thing to happen to a vehicle because we you and me talked about this when we were getting our show ready. And one thing we want to talk about: the craziest thing if you have a car to me and Hicks not running out of gas once. Running out of gas more than one time in your vehicle. What's everyone's thoughts on this? So, like, is does does nobody look like at their fuelage when they get into their vehicle? Like, it's part of your of your dashboard. Like, it's yeah, speedometer, like your your RPMs, RPM, oil oil uh, temperature, yep, uh, engine temperature, and fuel and fuel. Not that many things to look at. No, it's it's a quick glance at everything. 
if yeah. you even care about like the engine or oil, whatever. But the fuel one is one that you can control 100%. That's the it's one on, that you... It's on you. So if you... If you're going on a road trip, if you're driving down the highway and you know you're going to be gone for at least two hours and you run out of gas, it, it it's like the old the old adage of of you know prepare for the worst, hope for the best. So if I'm going somewhere and I know like two hour trip or whatever, you know you how you know your car's you know fuel usage, you know your mileage or whatever. So I always put in more than I'm going to need. Obviously, yeah, you're like, and like, then two hour trip. I need two liters of fuel. Yeah, so I'm not putting it. I'm not putting in exactly two hours. So like right when I get to my destination, I just run out of gas, and then I just work out of gas. No, like, but the okay, and obviously we got to preface with saying assuming everything's right with your car and your yeah, meter. There's no le- there's no leaking. Your meter runs is perfectly fine. Yeah, no leaking. Your meter reads accurately. If you run out more than one time. You probably shouldn't be behind a wheel. I, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I don't get how that happens to people. Like, I get, hey, I, I just want to say, I get like running out of fuel one time. One, one time. Okay, one time. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. It might, you might be in a hurry. You, you might be in you, like a frantic situation you, or you might just forget. Maybe you have to take out two streetlights and you forget to fill up your tank. Exactly. And then you it run happens. out of gas in a cul-de-sac. And- exactly. And you go into a parkade. Exactly. It could happen. I'm just saying. Usually, like, if you run out of gas, it happens, like, kind of early when you get your license or something like that, you know? Maybe if you're, like, a kid and you don't think of that. But but even then, it's like, that's the only thing you think of. Do I have gas? Like, you, you, you check... You, you, I don't know what to say, man. Like, cause I, I don't know. I've, I've never run out of gas. You know, um, like, and I can't even say, you know, knock on wood because it's not luck. Yeah. It's not like <laughs> it's a hundred percent your fault. If, if everything's working fine and you're like, okay, I got to drive from Saskatoon to Regina. Um, I'm just going to go for it. I'm not, I'm not going to look at my, I'm not going to look yeah, at you it. look, you look and you see like quarter tank. You're like, yeah, it should be good to get to BC. No, <laughs> what are you doing? even if your gas light comes on, that's, it gives you roughly like 60 to 80 kilometers after that you should be able to find a a, a, ga- a gas station there within- has to be a gas station within 80 kilometers wherever unless you're in uranium city okay that's the only place that maybe like okay i can't find one yeah i i honestly do not get how people can run out of gas more, more, more than once on the highway more than one time man on the highway i understand almost more than in the city i've never if someone ran out of gas more than one time in the city in a city where like, there's what are you, 500 gas stations there's literally competing gas stations like other corners what do you just pick one <laughs> like have you ever driven down albert street in regina from like all the way from chapters to when you get to the very north side of it right i'm not there's probably 25 gas stations you and that's a that's a conservative guess so here's my other question okay so now they're coming out with electric cars right is it just gonna be like a battery screen and you just have like green yellow red like an iphone almost yeah but then battery percentage so then if you need to like charge up your iphone car you're you're out of commission you can't drive for another 10 hours or however long it takes you to charge up see i if someone ran out of battery in their car more than once i'd totally get it because i don't know how that works yet but my thing is like up to this point we are we have predominantly only used gasoline powered vehicles from the time you know the vehicle was invented and the combustion engine to now you know uh, people probably ran out of gas all the time when cars first came here yeah because they didn't first were invented they didn't know they didn't know but now with a battery i wouldn't know like exactly. I have to learn that, but like now, like we have accurate levels of how to 
to tell where your gas level is at. And if you're going on the highway, your first, you're almost not even a thought. It's just like a thing you do. Get gas. Yeah. Get gas. Or, Hey, Oh, I got three quarters of tank and I'm going an hour and a half. I can make it. Also like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but like I'm a big coffee guy. So whenever I go somewhere, I always get a coffee or a bottle of water or something for the road. Where do you get that? <laughs> You're not going to Walmart to get that. <laughs> Go to the gas station. Hey, uh, yeah. Do you guys have like a bottle of water here? Uh, yes. Sir, this is Walmart. Just go to the cashier and grab it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thanks. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm just looking for snacks for a road trip. And yeah. they're like, why didn't you go to a gas station? That's weird. Why Why? Why would I go there? <laughs> yeah, idiot. What the fuck does this guy know? <laughs> so like, I don't what, get it, man. What we're saying is, is there's going to be a pullout and it's, I don't know how it's going to be phrased. I don't know. Like, uh, it should just be honestly. It should be like, should you be allowed to drive a vehicle? Yes or no? I don't know. Yeah. That are you a brick wall? Yes or no? Because <laughs> if you're a brick wall, I get it. If you run out of gas, you don't. You don't even have a pulse. If you short of that, you shouldn't run out of gas more than one time. And again, can't say this enough. If there's no leak, there's nothing wrong with your meter. It reads fine. You, you everything's up up and running, you know, up to snuff in your car. You shouldn't run on a gas more than once ever. Isn't that funny how we have to say that? Because I know for a fact people are going to be thinking like, well, I ran out of gas one time because my thing was working. I know. I know. It's like, it's like, obviously we're not talking about the time your car was malfunctioning. Like, that's yeah, obviously if, not if, your fault. If it's when you had a hole in your gas tank, yeah, okay, maybe a little different story. <laughs> yeah, like, gas. But yeah, you have to say that. It's almost sad that we have to say that, but whatever. I get it. And 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 we are so incompetent at so many things, but the one thing that we aren't is running out of gas. And packing underwear. And packing underwear. Man, some people are crazy about that. And I... Did you? I, oh, yeah. Whoa, we got to get the polls here. Like, what are, what were they like? Did we talk about the last time? I can't remember. But, man, we had, we, we had some people. We put out a poll just asking you guys, you know, when you pack for a trip, you know, how, are you normal or are you <laughs> a rebel? <laughs> we had some... Man, Hicks, we had almost the majority of the answers were people however many days you're gone that's how many days they packed oh my god i know hey man i know i know i'm here for you dude i'm here who's for you listening who's following us who's i don't listening know to this i don't know i don't know man i'm scared <laughs> too i'm scared too are we gonna be tracked by the government like are, are we and you know what i realized are we the outliers we Do can't people, be we can't be i know for a fact that people think about this and actively prepare to shit themselves i don't know why like or even like spillage or anything like I, I don't get it how people are that brave to pack exactly the same amount you're gone for like, that baffles my mind you know what that's like man that's like filling up exactly how many kilometers <laughs> to your destination that's assuming that nothing is going wrong and you know what that is that's asking for trouble that's assuming that you're going to be driving the speed limit or however fast you drive the entire way you're not going to hit, no wild nope. animal is going to jump out in front of you where you have to speed nope. up and use a little bit more gas or you're going to run into someone going slower than you or you have to split, uh, slow down and go past them which adds a little bit more gas yep or or construction on the road or you have to pass a cop, so you have to slow down. Or there's a detour in the road. You're assuming you're not going to fucking shit yourself. Or what if all of a sudden you go there and you're like, oh. I got to stay here longer. Got to stay here longer. <laughs> right? Here's the thing. Shorts shorts, <laughs> and pants, right? Shorts and pants, like, you can get a few uses out of them before you have to wash oh, them. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, jeans, stuff, you can go a couple weeks, honestly. Or like honestly, a week if, if there's nothing wrong, if you didn't spill on them, if there's nothing on them, 
you don't need to wash socks, like depending on what kind of shoes you brought and stuff like that, depending on the weather out, depending and, on, and again, depending how, on your feet, right? Depending on your feet. Some people sweat more, some people don't. You can get another use out of them. Shirt, easy to find another shirt, okay? And also, like, again, if you need to rewear a shirt, it's fine. You're going to sit here, and if you have to stay an extra day for some reason, you are going to re-put on the pair you already used. Man, we, you know what you're going to find in those things? Some random bullshit is what you're going to find. Some random bullshit. You're going to find some random bullshit in that shit. And and you're going to sit there and be like, fuck, I wish I packed another. Man, why (laughs) would you pack? (laughs) It's like picks. It's literally like the scenario you're in right now. You're you're in a situation you don't have running water, okay, (laughs) currently. Would you rather go to the, say you have to, say for some reason you have to go to another city, all right? And you were like, we are going to pick up a couple cases of water. Are you going to sit there and get one large <laughs> bottle of water? Or are you going to get a couple cases of water in case? I'm going to I'm going to track down my water usage over the past weeks, and then I'm going to calculate get the, it exactly. <laughs> and then I'm going to get the exact amount of water I need for the time frame where I will not have water. <laughs> we must be the weird ones, though. I don't know. I can't believe. I know. People- I I've asked, I've even like asked people around me and asked them like, how many underwear do you pack? And they're like, Oh, we pack one or two extra. Even one extra is a little sus, but if you're, you must think you're the most perfect human being. If you think that I can't even comprehend this shit right now. Like I need to, that's what they'd say the day they have to reuse it. (laughs) I can't even comprehend this shit right now. (laughs) Like, man, I had people contact me like, and be like, man, you guys are crazy. You pack more than that. We're crazy. What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> we're crazy? I guess so, though, dude. Maybe we're the only ones that haven't run out of gas twice, too. Man, uh, I'm going to, when this episode comes out, I'm clipping uh, one of the uh, the conversations we just had. And I'm going to send it to you. And you're going to put it on Instagram. And you're going to show these fools yeah. the proper way to live. <laughs> that is, it's, that's like, I don't, to me, it's like. And granted, I might pack, like, if I'm gone for two days, I might pack an extra outfit or an extra shirt or an extra pair of socks, too. Yeah, you never know. You never know. But underwear is something, regardless if I don't pack extra shirts or whatever, I'm packing extra. Literally, okay, I, I told that story about this car, you know, deciding to, you know, go rogue. I was coming back from, from the weekend. I left for two days. Yep. Huh? Five pair. Five pairs, <laughs> right? So I, I, I had to go for a weekend, too. I had to go. Yep. I legit was gone for two days. Le- not even joking. I was grabbing my underwear and I was like, I'm, I don't know what's going to happen. Like I can't see in the future. I might, I don't, you know, don't know. You don't know. Right. So I packed legitimately five pair two. I, you have the room in your suitcase. You have the That's room. That's the thing. If I was absolutely pressed for room, I'd honestly, I'd still make more room. Just because I take out a pair of fucking socks. Exactly. I'd be like, you know, maybe I don't need, you know, maybe I don't need, this yeah pair of socks or maybe i can fold i I can do one more fold of a t-shirt or something (laughs) but you're going for two days you think you're catching me taking out pairs of underwear dude i opened my underwear drawer underwear and socks and i looked and i was like you might as well just throw that in the car i was sitting there i was like i got a lot of clean underwear right now man i if i took everything that i had clean and then what's the worst that happens you don't use it yeah 
You, Worst you, that happens, you don't use it. Come back. Okay, I put it back in the drawer. Yeah, there's there's nothing. There's there's not a it's, downside to taking extra outdoor. There's, there's no literally downside. no downside. It's there's only a downside up. to not taking it. It's man. It's profit. It's <laughs> buy low, sell high. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is, man. It's it's like you know what. I'll prepare, prepare for the worst, hope for the best. Yeah, I'm not going in there and be like, ah, I hope I shit my pants three times. I'm going in there saying, like, I hope I hit, shit my pants zero times in the event that I shit my pants greater than or equal to one time. I have a plan. But apparently, apparently we're the weird ones, dude. Was it like majority were taking the exact amount? There was a lot of like, you know, because I think in the poll we phrased it for two days you're going. Yeah. So there's a lot of twos, twos, two, maybe three, one. I got a one. We got a few zeros, which obviously, I mean, people having some fun. Yeah. Which we encourage. But those twos are the ones that are. Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know. (laughs) Maybe they're not joking. But I mean, we had, you know. Following this podcast. And I, you know what? No one. No one. I hope uh, the guy in France dms us and he says i pack 17 pairs yeah. <laughs> boys boys we might relocate the pod to france yeah, boys i i have a suitcase dedicated to underwear <laughs> that's a guy who knows how to pack yeah. what if you get food poisoning and it's not shitting your pants one time it's uncontrollable yeah like that's the scare right now i'm gonna be I, i'm gonna have to pack more now because now you just scared the shit out of me like, I'm gonna be like i know like or, I mean, this is kind of different too, but like, what if you go there? This happened this weekend, all right? Went somewhere, was planning for like two days or whatever. So obviously five pair. And then went there, spur of the moment, buddy goes, oh, you want to go, you know, throw a ball around, run some routes. And I was like, well, let's, you know, let's play some ball or whatever. You know, you get some physical activity. It was lovely outside. All of a sudden, you know, you get a good sweat on. I don't want to keep those same pair on. And I'm sitting there none the wiser. <laughs> I go, yeah, for sure got backup pairs so i ended up using three pair i uh three yeah yeah like i had i had to use one of my spare pair chess not checkers it's not even chess like you don't have to use that analogy this is i i thought it's not like we're it's not like we're another level of thinking i thought this was just common me too that's that's the thing it's frustrating i thought this was I thought we were going to get like, <laughs> I thought that poll was going to get critical acclaim. And everyone's like, yeah, finally someone said it. Dude, apparently we are the black sheep. And here's another thing. I was never even taught that. Like my mom never came in nope. and said, hey, what if, you shit your, what if you shit yourself this weekend and you need to pack an extra underwear? It was I was innate. Ever, it was a habit. Ever since I started packing for myself like, to go anywhere, I always thought like, oh man. I don't want to piss myself in the car and then have to wear my underwear again. Like, it was I just think, like, yeah, I think everyone's too proud, too proud to admit it. We're, hey, you know why you come here? You know why you come to this podcast? You Number one, truth. I don't know why. Number two, you come for the truth. You know that we aren't too proud to admit anything. Exactly. We pack extra underwear. You know, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? We're, we're not talented at anything. As much as the people we talk about are talented. We're at average. That. We're just average guys who are conscious of running into trouble when packing underwear. That's it. And apparently, man, apparently we're just, we did, we missed the mark on that one. But this time we'll, we'll ask the people. And I hope if we, if, if we get back, if this one comes back and people say, yeah, I run out of gas all the time, <laughs> uh, we'll throw in the towel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you don't say that because apparently there's a goddamn chance, but I thought there was no chance in hell anybody would say that they're going to pack the exact amount of underwear for the exact amount of days they're going to leave. Like that's inhuman. 
<laughs> like it's not normal. So um, that brings me. So th- this is what I'm gonna say. Also, um, I have another question for the next next. I guess it's gonna be we're gonna release another Couple pod days. probably Monday. We're gonna yeah. release the next pod Monday, yeah. just to give you a little break to get to listen to this one, so we're not just throwing words at you the entire time. But Even I, that's what we do. This has brought me to think of another question for next pod. I don't know that. Oh, okay, so you go. We going for next one. Okay. Yeah, it just brought me up because. It was actually brought to my attention this year, and I'm not going to go any further than that. So there you go. I'm excited for this because I don't know what it is either. Um, yeah, no. Well, I mean, man, if we don't ask these questions, who's going to? Clearly nobody. Clearly Appar- no one's thought about that. Apparently you don't need to think about it because apparently people think that they are just the most perfect human beings and don't need to pack anything. I would never wish a full-on pants shitting on anybody. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, the people that are overconfident about this exact issue – Good luck. I hope they get. I hope they get a scare. Yeah, you know what? Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you. I hope you. Well, it's going to be me and you on our next holiday shitting ourselves. Yeah, it's going to be days. awesome. We're yeah. going to go through all our pairs anyways. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Oh my god, this podcast is so fucking stupid. But yeah, pre- appreciate whoever's listening. You can find us in the sports section on uh, <laughs> Apple Podcasts. <laughs> we should go into uh, like the self help section or the motivation section. Do you really think that would? Yep. Give us any more clout than anything. We're talking about shitting our yes. pads and packing extra underwear. <laughs> yeah, the important things. Man, I think this is motivation because people have people listen to this and they go, "We can't turn out like these guys." Yeah, but we're, we're we just told we just said we're average. You might want to be us. You might want. Okay, just wait. Be think about that sentence you just said. You might want to be us. You might want to be. You know, if you're, I don't know what to say. All right. You want to be better than us. There, I have. There we go. We're the benchmark. You know, if you're not talking about shitting your pants back in extra underwear, running out of gas, you're doing something right. Yeah, you know what? Maybe, maybe you are doing something right, and you're just listening to this podcast to hear how stupid we are. Yeah, yeah. No. Also, I uh, just want to shout out a guy that you know we kind of grew up with. A guy that you know he's just he was never like you know top of the top creme de la creme, but he was always just a solid star. Uh, we we had Miku Koivu earlier this year. Shout out to him. Brent Seabrook hangs it up yep. after I'm not too sure how many seasons. I want to say 15, 2006. I 17. I don't know. But hey, hell of a career. Three Anyone Stanley Cups. Could, three Stanley Cups. I mean, one of the best D men in Blackhawks history. Just I, I think if you can remain uh relevant and like, you know, one of the best people in the world at your profession for at least 10 years. <laughs> Hey, good job. Good on you. And if you win three Stanley Cups and you're on a dynasty team and you help that dynasty win. You were a top two pairing. You were the top. You were one of, you know, you were half of the best pairing in hockey for like two seasons. But hey, yeah, congratulations. You'll never hear this, but congratulations. And uh, oh, man, if Brent Seabrook hears this, that would be DM us. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Hey, Brent, if you hear this, DM us. (laughs) Reach out to us, scum. So, yeah, I honestly think shorter episode. What do you think? I don't know. You know, shorter episode, but hey, still a good one. I felt good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, uh, recording it a bit. Just, I mean, schedules, life and, you know. Well, university, we had midterms and shit. Midterms and shit, yeah, gets in the way. But uh, yeah, we will be back on Monday. I think we, you know, for the next episode. Yeah, we're going to record this weekend, but I don't want to release it till about Monday-ish just because... This one just it, this one's gonna come out tomorrow. Um, yeah, Wednesday. Which is so. a Wednesday makes sense. Um, no, but uh, once again, the sport. Any questions? If you guys have questions you want us to talk about, please DM us, tweet us, uh, message us. 
uh, privately if you if you know us or whatever. But no, appreciate listening. Always appreciate the support. We're still getting some listens on this, and we haven't been reported yet. So, Not to my knowledge, but if we have, uh, probably for the best. Yeah, you know what? We'll just keep that in the limelight for now. Um, yeah. We're not big enough to be reported. Are you kidding me? I well, I don't think that's how it works, man. I don't think you have to have a certain, <laughs> you know, societal status to be reported for a crime. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't like, think it's like, yeah, he's not important enough. He killed yeah. four people. Yeah. Well, it doesn't really matter. He ran over two street poles. It's fine. He's, he's just <laughs> yeah, that's why they didn't find him because they don't. He's not big enough. Yeah. Man, also, really, actually, one last question before we go, because I just thought of this. It was just a completely non-sequitur question. I was just having a conversation. Best goalie of all time. Go. It's kind of a big question, but hey, I think, oh, you're not going to go with the consensus answer, are you, you piece of shit? So my rationale with, you go first. You go first. You, I know what your answer is going to be. I think the whole, I think everyone who knows this podcast and knows you as a human being knows what the answer is going to be. You're going to make me mad. So, Semyon Barlarmov doesn't count. <laughs> no one else relevant. David Abisher. No. Oh my God. <laughs> Stefan Fist. Do you even know who that is? I was going to say, that's a deep pull there. <laughs> so the thing is, when you look Just at the. Say it, you piece of shit. When you look at the best goaltender, you're not looking at most wins or you're not looking at most shutouts or you're not looking at blah, 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 blah. Martin Broder this, Martin Broder that. Yeah. You know what? He had probably arguably the one of the best defensive cores behind the guy for about 10, 10 plus years. So I'm going to go, I, I have to, I have to. Okay. I'm going with don't I'm, I'm going with my boy, right? My boy, Patrick Waugh, right? Okay. We know Hicks diehard Habs fan. going to go with Patrick Waugh. Um, Say Habs or Habs. Yeah, yeah. No, diehard Habs fan. Where is best. Uh, okay. No, I've actually look diehard Montreal Canadians. Fan. No one can see you. Hicks is uh, head to toe in his Montreal Canadian stuff right I'm now. I'm head to toe in Colorado. Uh, stuff. Yeah, no. Hey, get out he's of here. Rep- he's, re- he's repping that stone, blue and know? red. Blue and red, not blue and burgundy. You know, it? blue and red. 24 26, Stanley Cups. 26, 26, whatever it is. Oh, yeah. One of the six uh, teams in the league. Whoa. Yeah. Hicks is just celebrating right now. He's gloating. Yeah. yeah. No. Loves his 26 steps. But here's the thing. It's like Patrick Waugh isn't a guy that you can – Patrick Waugh is a guy that you could make the argument for. It's not like you It's not like you legitimately said David Abisher. Like you – yeah, Patrick Waugh is up there. Uh, Hashik was also thrown around. For me, the guy is, Broder. I think you, you look at talent. You look at resume, longevity. He's – if he's not the best in all those – He's top three in all those, and I don't know you can say that for anybody else. So that's so, my reasoning. Here's what I have to say about Dominic Hasek. I'm not even sure if that guy actually knew how to play goalie. Didn't. He's like Tim Thomas. They don't know what they're doing. I honestly but don't believe electric. it. Yeah. The guy would jump around. I don't even know. He, wouldn't even, he didn't even know where his net was half the time. He was just no jumping around, doing handstand, fucking and, stack and, pad. And guess what? It worked. Yeah, he was the be- one of the best goalies in the league, and he was like, "Man, what sport are we even playing?" Like, I don't even know. He they- didn't know. These guys just tell me to go do jumping jacks in the net, and I this black thing it's, hits me. It somehow looks like well, if you watch Dominic Hasek film or like even watching him play and stuff, it somehow looks like. And I know it's the opposite of what he's doing. It looks like he's playing dodgeball. <laughs> But he's still <laughs> stopping the puck. Yeah, like he's. It looks like he's trying to dodge the puck, but he's like but, saving. He's a, he's a terrible yeah. dodgeball player. He's awful. Exactly. He's, he's a horrible dodgeball player. He's making all his athletic moves to get out of the way, but he's still getting hit by it. Um, I think another guy that you could almost mention now. I think Henrik Lundqvist obviously had a great career. Yep. And this isn't biased. Oh my gosh. You shut your fucking mouth, all right? That he was Chris, like Tristan Jari. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, I, Mark Andre Fleury. I think okay. you can start putting not. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. I don't. You can start putting him in that top five to seven range now. I think. Where was he on that third Stanley Cup win? Was he on the bench? What'd you say? Was that for the first and only Stanley Cup run, or did you say where was he for the third Stanley Cup run on the bench? So he did. Are you nothing. seeing him playing in Vegas right now? I don't care about Vegas. You. That's part of his career. <laughs> what accolades does he have with Vegas? He's one of the best goalies in the league at like age 35. Retired. I'm just saying, I'm not, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm just saying you can start putting him in that five to seven range. If you look at his ability when he's in the league, his longevity now, he was the first overall pick and resume. Look at what he's done. All jokes aside, obviously, yeah, the guy lived up to his hype as well as the first overall yeah. pick. Um, like I said, yeah, I joked about it. Three Stanley Cups, though. Like he wasn't, he, he wasn't uh, a, a nothing on that roster in the third Stanley Cup win. I think Matt Murray did get the the starting job in the playoffs, but whatever. The guy still yeah. performs day in and day out. And I can honestly tell you, through this season with the Avalanche having to play Vegas, I hate the guy he's, with a passion. It's crazy that he's he's more athletic at his age now than we'll ever be. But that's not crazy because everybody is. But like, yeah, he's. Just incredible, and yeah, that Matt Murray, that cup run, it was almost like the the like the better of two evils. It it's, was like you take the hot goalie, right? You, you take the hot hand. You play the hot hand. That's yeah. what you do. That's what you do. And you know what? Matt Murray caught hot, and they're like, okay, well, we're gonna ride this out until we can't ride it anymore. And he they rode out all the way to, to the cup. to the cup. So, and I think part of it too is like you look Matt Murray. So you know what? What would he have been at the time? Twenty two. And he started to get hot in the Stanley Cup playoffs. You look at this aging goalie, you're like, well, what if we get this guy some more playing experience? Obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty. which, hey, that might be. We got, we got some things in the works here. We've been working on some stuff. We're not going yeah. to tell you yet, but we got some stuff. But a little hindsight, bit of foreshadowing. A little bit of foreshadowing. Hindsight is twenty twenty, and Matt Murray was traded away. But, yeah, it was just an interesting question. I mean, Broder, Patrick Waugh, Hashik. Uh, you can't really go wrong. Andrew Raycroft, obviously, you could throw in there. Yeah, honestly, the guy, first overall pick, won the Calder Trophy. I mean, you mean sleeping Steve on Mason. the bench? Was just a, he just he knew that he had to take care such good care of his body. He's sleeping on the bench. Well, doesn't sleep at night. He can study film. Yeah, don't sleep at night. You know, sleep during the game. Exactly. Yeah, but uh, we're gonna call it there again. We kind of did end before, and then we got caught on that. But uh, DM us, tweet us. <clears throat> On Instagram, we are at ooh, that's not a good look. But Instagram we're at SRB Pod, and then on Twitter we're at Pod underscore SRB. Yep. Yeah. Uh, follow us at Hixie Avalanche on Twitter uh, at the Don MC, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you guys soon. Alrighty, boys and girls, you piece of shit. Right, and girls. Sorry, you sack of shit. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah, get out. Okay, All right. peace out. Yeah, everybody. Bye.